Want to make mom's day? Get to your Nordstrom Rack now and score amazing deals for Mother's Day, which is Sunday, May 12th. Find tons of gifts from only $30 at Nordstrom Rack. Fragrance, jewelry, luxury bags, activewear, beauty, and more. Save on Kate Spade, New York, Stuart Weitzman, and Ted Baker, London. Great brands, great prices. So shop your Nordstrom Rack store today and treat mom to the good stuff from just $30. Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cutoff? Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And now, join Kevin Hart as he dives into the minds of some of your favorite celebrities. This is Gold Mines with Kevin Hart. World, what it do? This is your boy Kevin Hart talking. And who am I talking to? Well, I'm talking to you. You already know what it is. It's understood. It doesn't need to be said. This is Gold Mines. And what are we doing, Gold Mines, people? We get inside the minds of amazing individuals. Amazing thinkers, amazing creatives, more importantly, amazing people. God damn, man, how do I do it? Look at that. Look at how the words just flow. When they flow, you got to go. Today is going to be a special show. Yeah, if you notice, I'm rhyming. I'm rhyming because I'm talking to a person that has rhymed <laughs> through the course of their career and not only made a goddamn, made a living out of it, but put themselves inside the, the conversations that attach to the greats. I said it. I said it. Yes. And I'll stand on it, man. I grew up on this man here. I grew up on this man. And when I say this is a honor, it's a honor to be talking to him today. I truly do mean it. Ladies and gentlemen, we got Method Man on Gold Mines. Holy shit. Hello. How you doing, champ? I'm good, brother. I am good, man. Congrats on all your accomplishments. I mean... You out here setting it and setting a path for us to walk through and make it easier. My guy, man. My guy. You know, for those who do not know, uh, I do go back with Mev. Mev is a part of uh, the, the I want to say, the launching pad of of Kevin Hart. What acted as a launching pad uh, was a movie called Soul Plane. Yeah, the movie we don't talk about. No, I'm playing. Shout out to C. Terrero, Yuli, respect. Yes, absolutely. Jesse Terrero, uh, director, uh, Yuli, uh, shouts out to you. God, man, I haven't seen Yuli in, in a minute, man. Such a good dude, great energy. But it's not about that right now. It's about you. And, man, there's so much that I want to talk to you about. And and I'm going to fit as much as I can in this uh, brief period of time that I have you. And I, I think the first thing that I got to do, man, of course, is give you flowers. Brother, you know, I gotta, I gotta say, just congrats on on standing the test of time, um, and and still being here, still being a part of a conversation, still being present, uh, and still having an effect on on this thing called rap. You know, a, a sighting of you is a big sighting, and you've been active as of late in these in these sightings. You recently were a part of the uh, the fiftieth anniversary that was attached to hip-hop man you you graced the stage what an amazing thing how did that come about well we got a call uh quest love and anytime quest love calls you answer you know he he's synonymous with like just greatness black excellence period and um they were like we're doing the 50th anniversary and we want meth to be a part of it now my first thought is okay um how they gonna fit wu-tang in this whole thing we'll probably do cream something like that but it wasn't a wu-tang thing it was just myself then I started seeing a, dip, a bunch of different other artists' names on there, and I'm like, ooh, how are they going to pull this off? We got, like, 
27 artists and I know the Grammys ain't gonna let us all do these big montages. But like I said, when Questlove calls, you answer and you trust the process. And um, it went off without a hitch. The funny thing is that they wouldn't even televise the rap category back in the day. So to have a 50th anniversary and to be on that Grammy stage after winning a Grammy and pre-telecast myself, bittersweet again, um, it felt great. It felt great. I mean, it was like an homage to the old and the new. Um, people enjoyed it. Some people said it was the best part of the show. And uh, I think the Grammy should take notes for future uh, reference. You know what I mean? You know, I, I'm going to go back to one thing that you just said. And, you know, you talk about rap music. You talk about the stance uh, that the Grammy had took towards it, right? Like while supporting it, but almost supporting it in secret. Yeah. Hey, we're gonna we're gonna do some things with it, but we're not gonna televise the things that we do. It was always like, you know, the gift attached to the curse. And what I took away from this year's Grammys, um, you know, from from the host to the performances, just to the to the massive moment that was made on such a monumental like uh, attachment, like the 50th anniversary. That's a big deal. That's 50 years yeah. of rap music and fucking hip hop. Yes. But it it almost seemed as if the Grammys finally said, we hear you. I mean, or it could have been, well, this is a billion dollar industry. How can we ignore it? Mm. Mm -hmm. Especially now with the kids now, whatever they lack in lyrical content for us gatekeepers that love lyrical content, they gain in business savvy. Yeah, They have generational wealth and they're only in their twenties and early thirties. That's incredible right there. Yeah. Man. So, I mean, even if the Grammy still didn't recognize it, the world does, period. We are the influencers of the culture. What I love is you're you're already acknowledging, of course, the, the current state, while at the same time um, acknowledging like, hey, man, like, you know, they have the opportunities uh, now of a lifetime. Like, you know, we can say what we want, quote unquote, as the gatekeepers. But truth be told right now, you know, the future is so bright for 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 these uh for the next right for you for a guy that is um married to the craft and and truly in love with it you you mentioned yeah you know i was like well damn is this a wu-tang thing or is this a, a meth thing and it turned out this was a they want method man here um is it a is it a hard divide for you Today, before we go back and talk about Wu-Tang and we talk about the beginning, when things come up and there's a want or need for Method Man, is there a hard divide or separation um, for how you distinctly go, okay, well, this is Wu-Tang, let me get with the fellas, and this is Method Man? What is it that basically makes that decision the decision? Is it coming from the creators or is it you at times? It's the creators. It's always the creators, but... um. Being in a collective like Wu-Tang and having these solo albums and things of that nature, we're used to it. So a win for one is a win for all. I recently seen, uh, was it during the Super Yeah, it was during the Super Bowl. Raekwon was in a Super Bowl commercial. Yes. What? I jumped higher in the sky than I did for that Rihanna performance, which was fire. Yes. And um, I looked at it like, that is a win for us. Wu-Tang is definitely a part of this culture. You can't even call us rappers anymore. We're like a a franchise and a, a enterprise, you know what I mean? It's, it's, it's gotten to a point where people that don't even know the individual members know who Wu-Tang is, and that is the point of the whole thing. Well, you guys are an example, right? You, you, you know, when you think about the, the groups um, from back in the day that were able to do not only amazing 
I guess you could say amazing business together, but they were able to go out and then do amazing business separate and highlight the talent of the various different individuals in the group. Wu-Tang, uh, I mean, God damn, man, you know, deep you were, but the fact that the conversations attached to the individuals were never, were never not aligned with the greatness of the group. The greatness of the group was always a conversation. And then the greatness attached to the individuals was so dope because they gave you all great opportunities, right? Like when you talk about Raekwon, when you talk about Ghost, when you talk about you, when you talk about RZA, you talk about ODB, like, you know, you're, you're, you're literally talking about, and I know I'm leaving some out, but you're talking about, oh, wow, great solo moments, but together the historic fucking enterprise that you guys created yeah. is insane. And now your story is even being told. How the fuck do you feel when you see that? There's a tele, there's a television show yeah. <laughs> based off of the Wu-Tang Clan and their road too. Do you have a feeling? If so, what is it? And they're in season, is it season two or three right now? What are they in? They're in season three right now, episode seven, I think they're up to. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, it's crazy because Rizzo, like I said, this this man is a genius. Um, I know that term gets thrown around a lot, but he is an actual genius. Changed the game, and that term gets thrown around a lot. There was never in the history of music where a group signed as a group with the option to sign as solo artists with other labels. Labels, one thing they don't do is play nice with each other. Yeah, they don't share. They're not gonna share money. So to have me on Def Jam, just on Geffen, you know, and Raekwon, you know, at the home team loud, you had these three labels working together for our cause. Wow. Unheard of, unheard of, which in in term in terms of changing the game, that's changing the game right there. You had people actually asking for Wu-Tang deals. So to see this thing come to fruition on screen, it was a no-brainer for me knowing how RZA works. And um, knowing now what I, I mean, in hindsight, in the beginning, it was more or less like, wow, um, they're taking a lot of liberties here with, with story. But um, in hindsight, knowing how some of these things work and embellishments and sometimes, you know, dudes still be having like open cases and shit like that, you know what I mean? Um, I can understand. Yeah. I haven't watched an episode personally, but I get the scripts ahead of time. And, um, you know, I mean, everything ain't for everybody. That's all I could say. You know what I'm saying? Are you not watching it? Because it's like, look, it's, I don't, I don't want to have the energy or attitude attached to something that's being creative. That's not aligned with where they're going. I want to, I want to love it and I want to keep it in the place of love. Yeah. So I'm not going to, I'm not going to put myself in a place to have anything opposite of that. Is that a reason? Is that a stance? Yes, you hit the nail on the head. By the way, rightfully so. I did not want to mess with their process. Um, these people get paid to do these things. I mean, you're talking about Hulu and Imagine. Imagine Brian Grazer, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. And, uh, you know, sometimes you just got to step back and um, keep your opinions to yourself. Yeah. Pretty much, you know what I'm saying? Uh, people enjoy the show, though. And uh, I personally picked Dave to play me, and I feel like Dave is doing an excellent job on that show. By the way, he is doing an amazing job. I watched season one because I was curious to to see what it was yeah. um, and, you know, how the story is going to be told. But it's a, I look at it from a different lens, though. Right. And I've, you know, I'm a, I'm a creative, so I can put my producer hat on and I can understand where the world of storytelling can be embellished, where it can, uh, you know, be generated and navigated for the sake of the, the pilot, the time. We got to make the people care. We got to raise the stakes. I can see all of that stuff.
But I also definitely understand your stance. I don't know if you're familiar with this. Showtime did a show, um, and the show was based off the Lakers in this era. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, um, Magic felt... Winning time, winning time. 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 Yes, winning time. So, you know, Magic felt uh, away. The the, the conversation attached to it that he felt away. So Magic went and did his version of telling the story, but through what he felt and deemed to be an accurate lens, right? right? Is there a thought for Method Man to tell his story? Because your story aligned with the Wu-Tang clan and movement is so dope because there was a lot of Method Man activity. Method Man did a lot of dope things in career from not just your solo career, but the collabs with, with Red Man to the, to the world of movie and acting. Right. Um, you know, you and RZA stepped in that box over there first. RZA more on the producing and music side and, and scoring. You, you went for the screen and you, you were working in front of that screen. Is there a thing where you ever want to tell or show your, your road to where and how? I think everybody should, but I would like to take the kind of road that Richard Pryor took. Ah. You know, I really enjoyed that movie, even though it was panned at the box office. I didn't understand it. I was young when it came out. So whatever. I love Richard Pryor. So and I would love to take that stance on it where it's like you're not I'm not in the movie. Like it could be a five heartbeats, which was based on a real group. Yeah. But I forgot what I forgot the group's name. But Robert Townsend, he he slow walked that. Yeah. Robert Townsend went, got all the details that he possibly could and wanted to do it correctly, got the blessings of all. Um, and they did it, you know, like you said, based off of that group. Yes. And let the story be what it is. So it's not anyone solely attached to it, like, okay, this is method. Some people will know, but others on the outside, they're just enjoying a great story that's what i want i think the dopest thing about any road to success is the the life after right these crazy fucking highs because yeah. i want to know if you if you like myself when you're in the highs it's hard to see the highs but once the high is like over and the, the fucking shit has settled down and you look back at it mm. there's a there's a like a, oh my god like i did that yeah like we was in that. I think we all do. What was your highs? Give me a Method Man high. Ooh, performing with Mary J. Jeez. Like that, that's super duper high for me. Um, jeez. Meeting big outside Club Muse and um discussing doing the record together. Bumping into him. And that was just an encounter where you ran into each other. Yeah, that was just it. Mutual respect for one another. Mutual respect. Bumping into Tupac and him like being a fan. That was that was crazy to me right there. And this was in the midst of all the bad boy death row things going on and shit. And uh, I guess, uh, well, I would say another highlight definitely was meeting this guy in my hotel room who was uh, basically trying to convince me uh, to do this movie with this guy, Jesse Torero, named Kevin Hart. Uh, you have no idea, bro. Like, just to see where you were and where you are now, it's like, I knew it. It's like when you know somebody's destined to be that dude. But to actually see it, and for this long, just salute. Hats off to you, brother. Keep going, man. Big inspiration. Thank you, man. I can't tell you enough. Like, you know, my reason for doing this is exactly what you just said. It's like, you know, you really do get to have these conversations. And, and having the conversations, you know, I'm still the kid that's still in awe at a lot of this shit. And I take pride in being vocal about, yo, I love the fact 
that you and I did X, Y, and Z. Yo, you got to tell me about when you did, like, I, I'm still the guy that loves information, but more importantly, I still love to talk about the winning moments or the, the stories that are attached to your fucking reason for love. Like I, because I think it's important for the world to understand the passion that people have into the thing they do. Yeah. But more important, the, the real side of just the real side of the individual that you love and support. Now, when you talking to me, for example, about, Oh shit, man, damn. I ran in the biggie outside the club or with Pac told me about, you know, he was a fucking fan. Like, you know, you're, you're talking about when I perform with Mary, these things aren't the, they're, they're not the glitty and glamorous side. You don't, you didn't talk about performing at the, and we were on stage and when we got the, when we sold the records, when we bought, you didn't talk about that. Your memories and your specific moments that you go, oh shit, well, they're different. Knowing that now and hearing you talk about that, when you talk about music, what's your stance with music to date? What's your stance with you, with rapping? Um, is it is it a is it a still like, hey man, I get in there and I love to do it? Is it a, you know, I, I want to be the mentor to this younger group? Where are you at now with your love for music? I'm keeping it a buck. I don't give a shit about what nobody else is doing. Honestly, I, I I do this for the love. I enjoy being a creative. Moments of stress, I could always write my way out of it. Um, depression, same thing. Just that mm -hmm. to be able to create something, anything from nothing and to make it, you know, and, and to present it to whoever and they respect it enough that they... They put these labels on you like icon and top five and legend and all that. That's the payoff of this whole mm -hmm. freaking thing. And then to know that it took the least bit of effort because you don't, when you love what you do, it doesn't feel like work. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And to this day, I'm still learning that it has no boundaries. It has no bars. You can't cage it. You can't say this is what it's supposed to be. It can't have gatekeepers. It cannot because it won't have room to grow if it does. With that being said, a lot of these new artists, I'm starting to really tune in and, and understand what it is, mm. some of it. And, and a lot of the kids are coming back to lyrical content, which I love, but they still have these eclectic bottom, these beats. And it's working. It, it's working for them. And me having this open mind, and seeing where it's going and where it could be, I'm just excited to see what, what lies ahead. All right, Matt, wait real quick before we go on, man. Let me pay some bills. We're going to take a quick commercial break. Guys, we got more gold mines when we come back. Want to make mom's day? Get to your Nordstrom Rack now and score amazing deals for Mother's Day, which is Sunday, May 12th. Find tons of gifts from only $30 at Nordstrom Rack. Fragrance, jewelry, luxury bags, activewear, beauty, and more. Save on Kate Spade, New York, Stuart Weitzman, and Ted Baker, London. Great brands, great prices. So shop your Nordstrom Rack store today and treat mom to the good stuff from just $30. If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. Bada -ba -ba -ba. At participating McDonald's. Looking for some amazing TV to stream? Indulge yourself with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the gang on How I Met Your Mother. All nine seasons are now streaming on Hulu. 
Then you can move to Modern Family, Schitt's Creek, and My Wife and Kids. We're talking every episode and every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits, streaming on Hulu whenever you're in the mood. Now we're talking. And we're back. I'm still here with the legend, Method Man. You mentioned just now, you said for the things that I deal with, you know, depression was one of the words that you used. What was your bout, you know, and, and within that bout, what was it that you feel sent you to a place where, you know, you mentally realized that shit just wasn't right, that you weren't in a good space? What what acted as the low? I was my own shadow, meaning I was in my own way. I, I had to get out my own way. Mm. Um, I saw that I could not control the people around me, but I can control myself. Mm-hmm. One thing that stood out for me when I was younger, I mean, a lot of people can tell this story, but basically being a little dirty kid with nothing, mm-hmm. no control over where I lived, what I ate where I slept, whatever. But when I had these sports, football and lacrosse, there I had control and I was good at it. So I needed those little moments where it's like, I need to be in control of what goes on in my life. I had to look myself in the mirror and say, I'm tired of myself. I want better for me. I have more to contribute Mm -hmm. and start there. Self-check. Self-check, absolutely. If you don't, sooner or later, somebody else go check you. Yeah, if you don't, if you don't catch it, then somebody else will. And by that time, who knows how many bridges were burnt? And I burnt a lot, Kev. I, I definitely burnt a lot. I have said things to people, done things to people because I was miserable, and I was like at the ass end of my hip hop career as far as the industry goes. Mm-hmm. People that I thought were friends were associates. I had to pick myself back up and I'm taking full credit for that. Nobody can take credit for that because like I said, I can only control the things I can control. And that is my being and my, my, my healing, my health. I love that. And um, I fought my way back to where I'm at today. Do I still have the, the bouts with depression? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, sometimes you're a bit too self-aware and it gets to a point where you isolate yourself and, that's the worst thing you could do. What was the work that you felt that you put into working on yourself? Did it ever get professional? Or was it the changing of the environment? Was it holding on to the loved ones a little harder, closer? Like, what do you feel you use as the ammunition to help you fight that, to get yourself to a place to turn around? All of the above, especially the family part. I said, uh, I'm going to work on myself. And I, and I started doing, you know, Started uh, progressively getting into the gym, going there, doing my thing in there. And um, I'm not going to lie. Like, I I have way better days when I go to the gym. It's on the weekends when I don't go. It's like, what am I going to do right now? I feel like I feel useless. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, I can relate. Yes. Yeah. There's no better temple, in my opinion, than the temple that creates the atmosphere you for you to work on you. And what the gym does is it gives you the tools to simply improve. And that physical change adds to the to the mental change. I, I am 1,000% aligned with you. I'm also a follower of you and your health and wellness journey. I've watched you commit yourself. And yeah, I secretly have gotten jealous. Thank you, brother. Well, you've been a gym rat. You've been, you've been in there. Yeah, I'm a fucking gym rat. People be sleeping on young Kev and shit, but them hands work. From the, the boxing to the working out, I'm I'm committed between the hours of 4.30 a.m. to 7 a.m. faithfully. Even back in our soul playing days, you were getting busy. Yes, that's my shit. That's how I, I lock out for a minute. And you know, I can't say that I've experienced the side of depression 
that put me into the dark place, but I did battle my thoughts. Mm. I did battle myself and I had to get out my way. And when you say that, I know what you're referring to because you act as your own enemy at times by being not only stubborn, but committed to being right. There you go. Yes. There you go. Perfect. Being committed to being right, not allowing yourself to be wrong or not allowing yourself to be critiqued or not allowing um, yourself. You know what I mean? Like that to me is where I really did have to get out my way and I really had to throw the ego to the side or the thought of the ego to the side. And when I did that, that's when I, uh, that's when I saw some breakthrough and I'm listening to you as you talk, because I understand, I understand where you're coming from. The relationships that you felt that damn, like I fucked up. Were you able to mend uh, some of the ones that you knew were important after the change? Was there a moment where you felt like you can go back and correct or you kind of had to let things lie and live where they were? There, there's a few, but I, I feel like um, those people have seen my progression. Nice. Cause I, I, I you know, and um, I think that if ever I run back into these people, first of all, an apology is warranted. And uh, second off, I think they'll know that I'm sincere in my apology by what they see me doing now. So Absolutely, your actions. Your, your actions are a clear representation of the change that you wanted to become. This is dope as fuck, man. For the younger, the younger generation, of course, that listens uh, to this podcast, that, that um, looks for gems, you know, this is, a, this is the important shit that people don't celebrate. The, the important conversations are the ones that come with, you know, a high level of understanding to growth. Yeah. And that is love. You know, love is the highest elevation of understanding. If you understand me, you truly love me. That's dope as fuck, man. Yes, sir. How did the household respond to the new you? What's the household's feeling? They knew it was there. It's it's all good. It's, you know, they, they keep me grounded. That's why I keep family close. I love you it. know what I mean? Uh, I still get snapped on and stuff like that. Pops, your hairline getting wider, things like that, you know? It's love, though. It's all love. You've never played about yours. I love that you've always kept your, your household close yeah. to you. That's something that you have always been protective of. Yeah. And I think that decision was very smart, right? And it's something that's not celebrated enough today. As a guy that's a open book and extremely transparent and you know right um right i don't play by my family kev nah i mean there ain't nobody business about my family if they want to be seen they can be seen but i love it i don't play about my fam at all don't run up on my children don't run up on my queen nobody i, I don't play that never have this is one thing that this is one thing that i can say i not only know to be true uh i've seen and what i the reason why i bring it up is because when you talked about this thing and going through this thing i said well was it holding on to that more right that thing that you know exists was it holding on to that more because when the shit hit the fan for me and it got dark and i looked at that little box mm. i was in that hospital and man i saw the same three to four faces that i go to sleep and wake up to every day and that's when that's when shit kind of changed and went into a different perspective for me. Mm. That's when the lights and the 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 camera flashes and the you know the the idea of stardom. That's when that's when you start to put that to the right and and not value that the same. Right. It's the it's the people, the the energy of the people. That's when you start to recollect those moments and you live in those moments because they're so important, man. Very important. Let's talk about Method Man, the dad. Are you a corny dad? 
You a super dad? Are you the activity dad? Every dad is corny, man. <laughs> they but they all... don't know that they're corny. That's what I'm asking. Yeah, I mean. Where are you at with the world of father? What is Method Man the father like? Well, I'm going to keep it simple. I'm pretty raw. You know what I'm saying? They can't call me anything but pops or, or you know, father. You know what I'm saying? That's it. <laughs> That's pretty much it, man. You know, just, just know who, I, who am I? Yeah. Yeah. Let, let's just keep it there. But I, I was lucky to have kids that are very respectful. Uh, they don't get in trouble. They're not um, in things that they shouldn't be in. But they're adults now. And shit. Yeah. I'm an empty nester, and I'm, I'm happy about it. Nice, man. Let them go about their business. I did my job. A beautiful feeling, by the way. Yeah, absolutely. See, your family is, I'm pretty sure your older kids are getting to the point where it's like you may be a grandfather. Yeah. Daughter's about to be 18. Son is 15, about to be 16. Then I got two. I did five and my youngest is two. So basically you have one about to really plan her future and move ahead in a brighter light. Then you got those babies to the babies, man, man, good luck. You know, you know, it's crazy because I'm I'm basically at the point where you, you kind of start over, right? Like you got the two that's about to leave the house and then you started over and now you got these other two in there and as the two are about to leave, it's there is a, oh, fuck. Like, damn. It's a separation. It's a thing. But it's like I put in the work and I hopefully raise good people that are going to go out and do good things. That's the hope and desire. And hopefully want to come back when you need them in your old age and take care of you, wipe your butt. Well, if you did right, somebody better come and wipe my ass. I hope so. My question for you now is, well, what's next? Meth, right? Like we talked about the music, we talked about you loving the the world of um new and embracing the world of new, right? What do you want to do now? Like, you know, are you are you thinking about these next stages of life? And do you look at life like acts, like act one, act two, act three? If so, what act are you in? I'm in act two. I'm definitely in act two. Uh my act three, my third act hasn't come yet, but it's gonna be great. I love it. I'll say this. Acting is first and foremost. Um, we're on our fourth season of Power right now, book two. Mm-hmm. Blessings, blessings, Coast. Um, Isn't it crazy how shit just happens? Isn't it crazy? Like you, because going into it, did you did you see? Uh, did you see season one through happening? No. Did you see this blossoming into you now saying, "Fuck, man, we're doing it yet again," and I'm back yet again, and people have responded to you. I couldn't see Method Man being a lawyer, but see, that was the problem. Yeah. And and once I've come to grips with, that's not Method Man up there. Yeah. It was cakewalk. Some people still, you know, whatever, whatever. But yeah, those people over there, they take very good care of us. Um, after season one, yes, I knew. Nice. I knew after season one that we had something. And um, like I said, we're, we're shooting season four now. Um, it's a roller coaster ride, brother. You know what I mean. And hopefully, this can transfer into me being a producer. Why do you say hopefully? What, tell me, tell me what the what's the hesitation? Well, I mean, it's the same process, and that's where the third act comes in, Kevin. Nice. That's where the third act comes in. So I can't I can't write it yet because it's not there yet. But the second act is being written as we speak. I think you would be shocked. You would be extremely shocked at the doors that your likeness will open and the opportunities attached to those doors. And what I mean by that is like, you know, having the conversation with people that have done it and that know how to do it is easy. Uh, The hard part is just having the ideas that you think that you want to develop on. But when you're talking about real stories, real moments, or real things that you want to 
you know, do things in the version of, you will be shocked how easy of a road it will be based off of the opportunities that will come from your likeness. Yes, sir. Wow. Meth wants to develop. He wants to produce. We will be excited to attach and work with him. Next thing you know, oh shit, I'm a producer on this. Next thing you know, you go, you know what, man? Instead of Method Man being a producer, I want to make Method Man Inc. the production company. Next right. thing you know, fuck, man, Method Man Inc. the production company. Let me hire a person that I can pay just from the money we made uh, and do this. Oh shit, that worked. Well, let me add some more people. You're going to look up, you're going to have a fucking office. You'll be walking in this office, <laughs> developing shit, and creating content. It literally happens that fast it it just you look up the same way you just said we're in right. season four god damn we're about to start shooting you look up and that shit happens fast fast there's no reason why it it will be uh well you know that's what we figuring out trust me when i tell you it it will it will not only happen but meth man you just got so much to fucking talk about yeah i do and i run my mouth for sure i'm a byron allen this shit i'm definitely gonna byron allen this shit and sue the right people <laughs> 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 Shout out byron allen salute to the og yeah you know he's thinking he's in a conversation of buying bt right now yeah i know i know he and uh tyler perry are in conversation those are the two that are up to uh take the major stake in bet which is insane beautiful Beautiful. I mean, the old guard is pretty good. I love Connie. Connie's my Connie's my folk. I love her. Connie Orlando. Shout out her. What is the uh, the business side of, of Method Man? You know, when you when you talk about that and you talk about acting, it's great, right? Is there is there another side of entrepreneurship um, that you feel you have or had or that you are looking to have? Right. Just as the world grows and turns, um, what are you seeing about today? The changes today versus yesteryear. I, I'm getting more into the fitness uh, business. Um, nice. I have a pre-workout out right now called Killer B Pre by BPI Sports. You know BPI is official. You can uh, look them up. Um, shout out to Whitney Reed. That's that's my guy right there. And and more of that. I mean, we have the Tacal Athletics line. I want to send you some, sir. See that? I didn't want to. I can't just. Uh, no, yes, just, you can. I'm, I give you the. I give you the oops. Yes, you see that? I give you the oop. You got to dunk the ball. I give you the oops. You see, I just, that's the oop. You see, I just put the ball in the air. I know what the fuck you got going on. I just, I can't, I got to just throw the ball in the air. And now I know you're going to come and you're going to take the ball. Got you. you got damn right you got your fucking killer beeline. And we got the Tacal official, the, the, the herbals, you know what I mean? The flower, the flower company. Yes. And I mean, everything that I do fits my brand. It's not like you'll see Method Man covered out with a wine. I don't drink. Yes. Or, or supporting like a cognac, uh, you know, or putting out, um, I don't know, just I, whatever, whatever. If it, if it fits my brand, I'm all for it. So we have those things going on. And uh, I want to get you a cow box as well, Kevin. Please, listen, you know what I love, man? You are a walking example of the things that you've chose to sell, push, or speak on. And doing anything brand related, that's the part that people sometimes miss, right? It's like, can't just come out selling shit. You can't just have something that you just say i'm backing absolutely you you are a proof of your concept and you're now love for this health and wellness like space like your commitment to it is visible it's visible in your appearance it's visible in your spirit like there's a there's a fucking different thing like there is a happy yeah. there's a presence to the happy and I'm, I'm telling you when people are watching you and looking at you that's the most intriguing shit it's like this guy has done all of this stuff, and now 
He's partaking in this space. And now his reason for doing it is what? I can follow that. Right. I can be a part of that. I love that, man. And I love that you're still, uh, of course, embracing the world of your foundation, the killer B protein and the 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 Takao uh athletics. I mean, guys, you gotta you gotta look in and pay attention. I do. And that's the dopest shit in the world. Of course, you don't forget the foundation. Mm-hmm. Uh, more importantly, it's like J Lo. You know, she she's with Ben now, but she's still Jenny from the block. You can still smell the block on her. Jenny from the fucking block. Still, you know about? yeah, still, still. Now we've talked about, of course, the world of athletics. We talked about um, the world of entrepreneurship, business. Yeah. We talked about you acting. We talked about uh, music. You still love it. How you love to create, but also, hey man, gatekeeping and being one that is uh, in the space of prevention. That's not what you're about. You're about the world of support. With that being said. You said Dave East is dope that he's playing you. Yeah. Are there other artists today that you have like really, really found? Like who who does Method Man listen to today? Is it is it an old playlist in your car? Um, are you are you frequenting the the new who is Method Man listening to when he works out or when he's in the car? I give everybody a chance, really. You know, I keep my my horizons real broad. Um but I mean, people that stand out for me, of course, the Griselda movement. Those dudes remind mm. me so much of us back in the day. Mm-hmm. This kid, Rome Streets. Mickey Diamonds. If y'all ain't up on Mickey, man, Mickey, Mickey get busy, man. Love Mickey. Uh, Shooter. My guy. Oh, what's, what's my guy's name? Oh, Stove God. <laughs> Stove God is where it's at, man. I left him out of a list before, but, and even some of the newer cats, the obvious, of course, you know, Kendrick. Um, I love Schoolboy. Schoolboy Q. Okay, Q, one of ours, man. Yeah. Like that—that's meth yes. all day, right there. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, Schoolboy Q is definitely a, 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 a. I mean, what for lack of a better word, a, a spitter. You know, I don't, I don't have the the hip hop lingo, a, a spitter. And speaking of spitters, shit. What about my man Currency? There you go. I love Currency stuff to this day. Currency ain't never lacking. You're fucking in tune. What are you talking about? Yeah, we stay in tune, and you know, um. As as time goes on, I'm going to fall in love with some of this newer stuff, like I said. But for now, it's, you know, when I have my, when when it's like, really, I want to sit down and listen to stuff, I turn on the old station and I listen to, you know, Womack and Womack, people like that. I like that the the Rock the Bells brand, um, you know, what, what LL is doing with that and how yeah. um, it's become this amazing platform of embracing you know, that that version of hip hop that not only existed, but still exists today. And, you know, putting a variety of people in position to tour, do these big shows, do these bigger cities um, and do it on a global scale. I think it's dope as fuck. I just I like the idea of just never forgetting. And I still fan out over LL Cool J, man. He'll tell you, too, like that. Never mind. I just fan, I fan. Yo, that is. He's another example. You can't you he, you can't not look at. The trajectory and what 16, 16 years old, and still, and still, still doing it. Come on, man. People don't talk enough about Cool J, man. I'm gonna tell you who who fucks me up, and this is this is real. Who just got a star, and and I don't think okay, I know you're about to say, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I <laughs> listen, I don't think there is a bigger <laughs> sign of hot like this when I say the hot of. Fuck did he do that? Ice tea. Ice motherfucking tea, baby. 
Ice T has, when I tell you, is an example of how I'm going to use this to get here, to get here, to do that, to do this, to get that. I when I say navigated the the business and show, right? And 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 truly, right. truly like changed, never changed, but conformed, but didn't conform. Like right. he has never really swayed as to who he is and who he was and. How the fuck he carries himself? Ice. Never, never has that been compromised. Kev, you got to get him on your show, bro. He got. I, I have to. He got the best effing stories, bro. Done, done. Ice T will be on Gold Mines as well. Mev, I have to. But as we're talking and embracing just the world of hip hop, the 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 greats. Literally, when you said LL, I thought of fucking Ice T, who just got a star as well. Wu Tang, Wu Tang will. Forever be celebrated. We talked about this. Uh, I also talked about how you will. Um, these things that are now being done to celebrate you. Um, okay, the show. This is a those are gestures, right? For you, is there any type of like uh, baton passing? Like, is there is there any type of of education or seminar, if you could, that you would like to present to this young? If you could give the game to this younger generation now. Hey, y'all got all the opportunity for the money and blah, blah, blah. If you could give a piece of game and say what I want y'all to do that we may not have did, but that you guys have to do better than we did, what would that thing be? What would the what would the piece of advice? Simple. Save your money and get health insurance. Quick. Nice. For real. Save nice. your money. Throw away the credit cards, all that shit. Save your... Rich people don't even use their debit card. Yeah. Yeah. Come on, man. Very true. That's that's the best advice you can give anybody, really. But especially with young entrepreneurs, young hip-hop cats, young whatever you're doing. If you're getting money, save money. You will have enough time to play later on. Well, the crazy thing is that this, the, the crazy opportunities that success brings, they don't come with the financial pamphlet no they don't come with the the education of how to navigate and manage money right. unfortunately we're in a situation where we got to figure it out and it's not unless or until you're in the right group of people yeah. that can help give you the intel to figure it out better you're left in the situation of what the fuck nine times out of ten because of where we come from i look at alan iverson his reebok deal and how that worked yeah. out for him yeah brilliant yeah people really looked out for bubba chuck seriously yeah they said we're going to put him in position to be okay. Be okay. They're going to put him in position to be okay. Yeah. You know, Meth Man, I'm extremely honored to say that I had you on the show, man. But, dude, I love the fact that I have my personal moments yeah. that are attached to you. Yeah. I love the fact that I have a time that I can look back on and go, God damn, man, I, I shared a moment with this guy or moments with this guy. When I see you, it's nothing but love. But I can't express my level of fan enough. Um, I can't express my level of thank yous enough. And the flowers, the flowers that I feel should be given to you, um, they've yet to be thrown correctly. And they will. Thank you, Kev. They will, man. Because the celebration of who you are, what you are, I think the proper side of that is coming. And I think when it does, you're going to be blown away by how many people feel the same. You are needed and necessary to the space of hip hop. And your journey is one that, you know, 
people may not know fully about, man, but your fucking story is a story that's not only interesting, man, but you're eventually you're gonna fucking have to tell it. Yeah, like yeah. it's crazy. Of, of of how the ups, the downs, the good, the bad, the change, all of that shit that ultimately got you to this place of fucking happy and calm that you are today. It's it's what this generation needs to hear and understand, man. It really is. Hello. You are a uh, your true fucking blessing to the craft and your blessing to me and to gold mines. And for all those that listen today, I hope you fucking, I hope you really took some gems away. Yeah, I hope so. They're simple gems. You fuckers. Yeah, they're simple. <laughs> <laughs> they're simple. This is just raw conversation. There's no plan attached to it. Yeah. There's no goddamn script. No. It's just two people talking. And when we talk, man, you, you really do, you really do put yourself in a position to just understand and learn more about the individual. Beautiful thing you're doing there, Kev. You know what I mean? And I think you probably, I mean, it was originally the uh, comedy where you would interview comedians and stuff like that, but I know you run out of people sometimes. Absolutely. You can't run out of people with this, and a lot of no. people love you, so you won't have any problem getting guests. Gold mines. That's why I expanded it to gold mines. That's I don't sir. get the you if it's just comedy. That's what's up. I don't get here. I had to, I had to expand it. Shout out to the Plastic Cup boys. Yeah. You know what I mean? Y'all clown, boy. Y'all really clown, boy. <laughs> My God, ladies and gentlemen, this is Gold Mines. You already know what we do. We get inside the minds of amazing people. And today, well, today was no different. We got inside the mind of the legend himself, Method Man. Meth, congrats on another season. Uh, I can't wait to talk to you about season five. And I can't wait to talk to you about you as a producer as you go and start embarking in your world of development. It's happening, it's coming. And then write your fucking book. That's right, I said it. Write your book, your memoir. I got damn it, I want to hear it all and see it all. More importantly, keep being an example. I love you, dude. I appreciate you. Peace, Kev. Gold Pies with Kevin Hart is a Sirius XM and LOL radio production. Executive produced by Kevin Hart, Ty Randolph, Eric Eddings, and Eric Weil. With Tastemakers Media, Emil Garner, and Ian McDonald. Want to make mom's day? Get to your Nordstrom Rack now and score amazing deals for Mother's Day, which is Sunday, May 12th. Find tons of gifts from only $30 at Nordstrom Rack. Fragrance, jewelry, luxury bags, activewear, beauty, and more. Save on Kate Spade, New York, Stuart Weitzman, and Ted Baker, London. Great brands, great prices. So shop your Nordstrom Rack store today and treat mom to the good stuff from just $30. Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cut-off? Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.